When you go to conferences, you encounter people that are maybe a, uh, a few steps down the road of where you'd love to be one day. Yeah. You need to have a paradigm of how to apply what you learn without getting discouraged. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you have ideas come your way, uh, they may be at a scale much larger than yours. So you have to be able to say, or at a level much larger than you, you have to be able to say, what of this do we do we scale? Yeah. What would this look like for us? Obviously, we can't do it here, but we could do it here. Right. You know, some of it you just have to scrap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Multi-Ethnic Gospel Approach Podcast, where we cover all things multi-ethnic. It's the M-E-G-A-P-O-B-C-A-S-T, the Mega Podcast. It's the M-E-G-A-P-O-B-C-A-S-T, Mega Podcast. What's up, ladies and gents? Welcome back to the Mega Podcast. In other words, the multi-ethnic gospel approach podcast where we cover all things relating to ministry or all things multi-ethnic relating to ministry. Yeah? Hey, sure okay, bad. So that's listen, what I'm here with it's all about. <laughs> I'm here with my dude, Micah Gaston. Um, he's our campus pastor here at our Midtown location for Three Circle Church. And um, yeah, we man, yo, we're excited. We we are um we're in the thick of the mega podcastness. That's it. I just made up another word. Mega podcastness. Yep. That that just happened. Yep. So we have had an incredible season so far. Yep. And so um we got some other stuff we want to talk about real quick. But before I do that, I wanna give it over to my to my dude Micah. Let him introduce himself and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah. even though I've kind of introduced him. Yeah. I mean, what's your name? I forgot. You said it though, so we're good. <laughs> Yep, that just happened too. So, um, <laughs> yep. With that being said, if you are watching this video uh, on YouTube, please make sure you go ahead and hit the subscribe button um, and hit the notification bell, as well as uh, we want you to share it on all of your social media platforms to all of your friends and anybody that you know um, as a co-laborer in the gospel who is looking to plant or to uh, to to engage their block or their context in a creative way. Um, This is for you. This is for them. So yeah, get the word out. We are a resource and we are doing this so that you can benefit from it um, and learn from our experience, but also learn from some awesome people that we have uh, brought on over the course of season two. So with that being said, let's jump right in. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So this is a really huge one. You ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. Define excellence. Define excellence. Uh, and so we, we say that defining excellence is doing what you can with the resources you have. Uh, so you can't, you can't try to operate outside of your budget, outside of your staffing, outside of your, your, all the things that you have currently at your church. You can't operate outside of that. Like that is, That's defining uh, how you do ministry and to the level which you can do ministry. But you can seek to do uh, be excellent at what you have. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything to make sure your buildings are clean uh, and you're maintaining things to make sure that you plan your service well, uh, so that you have trouble shot tech issues. So, so what you're saying is that define so excellence isn't it's doing the best of what you have. It's not being paralyzed by what you don't have. Absolutely, that's a good way to put it. Hey, okay, okay. Because some people will say, well, we're not. We're not to the level of this huge church in our city. Like we're right. not going to have this technical equipment, or we're not going to have, uh, you know, um, some of these things. Yeah. So it's not operating based upon all things you don't have. Yeah. It's asking how can we take what we have 
and and bring it all the way to the bar of the best we can do. Come on, man. Maximizing it. That's right. It doesn't cost anything to make sure you're practiced. Yeah. Make sure you're prepared. Uh, And I know you can relate to this. I'm going to get an amen for this, right? Uh Some people trying to blame the Holy Spirit because they didn't practice. Listen. You know what I mean? Listen. Uh, And so prepare. uh, That's right. That's right. You didn't prepare and you blame it on God, right? right? Oh, we just going to flow into this. No, you ain't flowing into it. You just. Right. You just didn't get ready. You, you know what I mean? Lazy. You just lazy. Yeah, exactly. Just Laziness lazy. or lack of preparation, doing something else. <laughs> right. So um, so that goes down to, you know, teaching that we're ready. That yeah. goes down to worship, are we ready? Yeah. Uh, and, so, and so that's more like Sunday morning centric. Uh, but that goes to other things too. That yeah. goes to, you know, how we do ministry. You know, there are some cities that can afford to just shell out cash. Uh, yeah. And I don't think that's the best way to do it. Because we can throw money at a problem without solving a problem. Yeah. Uh, and so that's part of why we have the the ministry model we do. We're trying to meet people in the context of how they're helping themselves to help yeah. them provide sustainable solutions. But uh, that goes down to ministry too, dollars and cents. Like you only have so much you can give to the community yeah. to help the community. And so how do you maximize that uh, to do that on purpose? And so it's just it's just doing the best you can with the resources you have. That's so good. That's, what, that's by the way, what the Bible calls stewardship, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so, you know, there's there's several parables about that, about what it means to be a good steward. The Bible says to those who have little, when they steward it well or they manage it well, to use yeah. modern-day terminology, God uh, blesses them with more often. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just taking what you have and saying, how can we take what we have and push it more towards doing the very best we can do with it? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and some of that just means, you know, uh, a lot of that means being creative. Mm-hmm. Thinking through, you know, how can we get this done yeah. uh, with what we have, yeah. and uh, and so that and that also li- enables you to live in a place of contentment, you know, to being That's able good. to figure out how do we how do we develop a good pipeline for leadership to leverage people's uh, gifts and abilities? How do we take the facilities we have and use them on purpose? How do we take uh, the um, all the strength we have and make sure we have people the right positions on the bus organizationally? You know, it's all that and how yeah. our systems and processes, how do we do this well? Yeah. Uh, and I think when you have that approach, it frees you uh, to say, how can we lean into who God's called us to be with the team we have, with the campus yeah. we have, uh, all those sort of things, and say, what, what does excellence look like for us? And define, yeah. be able to define your win. Your yeah. win's not going to be the win of another church. For sure. And that's okay. For sure. Um, but let's define it and let's make sure that uh, if there's a miss, it's not because— you know, we didn't lean into excellence. It yeah. was just a problem. Problems right. are going to happen. Yeah. Whenever we have systems built uh, that are not built to drive towards excellence, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, that's good. So I would even like lean into that a little bit and say, if you have, you know, maybe some technology that you don't feel like is industry standard right now, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Go do your research on the current equipment that you have and find out how to maximize that. Because a lot of times we'll look at other churches and we'll see all the equipment that they have or uh, other organizations look at all the equipment they have, see that they have the latest this, they have the latest that. And we're like, man, we just can't do that because we don't have what they have. Yeah. In a sense, yes, there's some truth to that, but there's a lot more that you can do with you. Uh, that you can do with what you have currently yeah, sure. that you aren't maximizing because you haven't taken the time to do the Absolutely. legwork, yeah. to do the research and find out how you can maximize that particular gear For sure. you know, that you have. And so that's one of the things that um, one of my biggest pet peeves as a creative, right? It's like yeah. seeing someone with all this great equipment and you're not maximizing mm, just it wasting because it, right? you're just wasting yeah. it. So you're only using like, I mean, less than a fraction of what, what it could actually do. Yeah, And so – that 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 is just a pet peeve. So, sure. um, not not for my nerves, but for yours. Like, <laughs> learn your equipment. Make sure 
that you are maximizing everything that you have, that you are pushing your volunteers um, and your key people in place to maximize equipment and to do the research. Because I guarantee you there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Right. I'm, I'm, uh Old folks used to say that a lot. You know, there's a way, there's a way. So, yep. and, and that's very true. If you really want to find out how to do something, um, you have to go ahead and do the research and learn that uh, that gear. The other part of that, too, is just, you know, dreaming, right? So you'll go somewhere and you'll see something that you would love to implement. You just don't know how to, how to do it. Yeah. So dream about what you want it to look like in your context and then figure out how to make it work with what you have, yeah. even if it's at a small scale. So that that's way, right. once you get the bigger equipment, the more capable equipment, that it's not you having to learn everything. You're not having to learn the bit that goes That's with right. this equipment. Yeah. And so, um, again, excellence is about doing the very best with what you have, not what somebody else has, yeah. but with what you have. And so I love yeah. that. And I think, too, that it's really important because a lot of times as leaders, hopefully you're um, – as a leader, you're always a uh, a river and not a lake. That means you've always got fresh ideas coming your way. You're always taking in, you're reading, you're studying, you're, you're trying to grow your campus, yeah. grow your leadership, grow as a person, grow your team, grow your campus, grow your church. Uh, and so uh, as you're doing that, in other words, when you go to conferences, you encounter people that are maybe a, uh, a few steps down the road of where you'd love to be one day. Yeah. You need to have a paradigm of how to apply what you learn without getting discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you have ideas come your way, uh, they may be at a scale much larger than yours. So you have to be able to say, or at a level much larger than you have to be able to say, what of this do we do we scale? Yeah. What, what would this look like for us? Obviously, we can't do it here, but we could do it here. Right. You know, some of it you just have to scrap. Like, it's right. not going to apply to you. It's Facts. so far, it's so light years ahead of you. Facts. It just, there's no way you can apply it. Like, I would love to do some, uh, they call, it's this thing called mapping with projections. Yeah. Uh, or projectors where sure. you can like you know map the wall and put all this crazy oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I would love to do it, but yeah. it's just it's just not feasible right now. Yeah, you know? he, he tried to ask me the budget for it. I said like, no, you we can't do it. Can't do it, bro. Man, no, I'm Mike kidding. got it. Mike I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, so so always you give yourself. So yeah, I've heard it said, you know, from multiple leaders, and I'm not sure where this originated. This idea originated, but uh, it's the thought that you know if you really have a passion, you're doing what you have a calling for, then your dream should always outpace your resources. Like what you want to see happen versus yeah. what's happening right. is like it's different. That's you know? good, Michael. Uh, and so and so, you know, there should always be you're thinking, oh, here's where we are now. Yeah, this is our level of excellence now. Right. But as we grow and as we reach our next, here's where we want to be. Yeah, you know. And so I think there should there should always be that level of dream of hey, this next yeah. thing, hey, this next iteration, yeah. hey, this next season of ministry. Right. You know, the 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 goal is to be here. Correct. Um, so I don't think that you you write that off. That's not what we're saying. No, not but at I all. do think you you have to define the win for now. Yeah, uh, and you have to say, hey. Uh, so I know if we have anyone listening to this, you know, from the South, we're big college football or high school football people around here, right? Uh, and so, you know, you, if you're at a 3A level, you know, and you want to be a 6A level one day, uh -huh. you got to say, hey, what does 3A success <laughs> look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and so um, you're a junior college level and, you know, you want to be a different level. You got to define that win. Yeah. And so absolutely. I think define that win, the context of long-term dreams yeah. uh, and being able to say, this is the season for now, you know? Um, because you're, if you're, like, if you're growing – you're always going to encounter new things, new ideas, new approaches. And so being able to, you know, uh, you'll never be able to copy and paste those yeah. anyway. Yeah. To just say, what's it look like for us and what is the short-term win and the long-term dream? That's you good, know? man. So. That's good. So, like, as we kind of lean into this next question, um, it says, what are some ways that you have found uh, that have helped and revitalized 
and revitalizing. My God, I can't talk today. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have helped in revitalizing an old campus for the next generation. Yes, to me, that's definitely defining excellence for you. Yeah. You know, so for us, we're in a campus, <clears throat> the original building, which is now our cafe. Yeah. Was built in 1951. Mm. Uh, and then you've got our auditorium, which is built in 73. You got our education space that was built in the mid 70s. And so, uh, so you've got spaces that are great. Yeah. You know, being in an area where hurricanes come through, I really believe that a hurricane came through, it probably couldn't touch this building. You know, oh, uh, the fortress will still be here, as we right. call it, right? Right. Um, but yet, you've buff, got... but it won't come down. That's right. <laughs> it won't come down. I promise you that. Yeah, the this, big bad this, wolf just left well, in disappointment, is, right? This is a holy fortress. That's you right. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> Uh, cell phones sometimes can't even penetrate. You got to right. walk around. Hello. So uh, Wi-Fi networks, you know, any other place you install it in there, be great here. It just laughs at it, right? right? So, because um, of those thick walls. So, uh, so we had to figure out how do we being we talked about in a previous episode, you know, our context being a very young community, yeah. that our church needed to feel like a movement for reaching the next generation, not a monument to the past. Mm. And so people didn't need to walk in and be like, oh, I remember pews looked like that. I remember, you know, <laughs> that from back in the day, my grandmother's church, you know. Wow. And so we yeah. had to be able to to be able to honor the space and the beauty of some of the, you know, 25-foot stained glass windows we got in our, yeah. our worship area and that sort of stuff, yeah. but yet reinvent it to where it was engaging for the next generation. Correct. Uh, and so what does excellence look like? It looks like, you know, a lot of spaces that are not main thoroughfares, instead of putting in, mm. you know, nice laminate flooring or carpet yeah. tiles, we paint it. We paint the concrete. Come on, man. You know, it looks like that we, you know, we paint the walls and we uh, we paint things rather than necessarily buy new things. And, yep. uh, and we figure out how do we take the resource we have, how do we take the spaces God's given to stewardship with because we've got a, a massive campus. Yeah. So how do we reinvent that uh, in a way that's very cost efficient? You know, like our cafe, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if we would have, if we would have, we would have paid a company, a contractor to come in and flip that space. You know, we're, we were looking at over you know hundred grand. Yeah. But instead of doing that, what we did was. We put in the sweat equity ourselves. Yeah. We hired people off the street that were that were uh, looking for jobs and in transition, mm-hmm. and we were able to bless them. Yeah, and, and we were able to do a lot of that work we could do ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then the stuff we had to contract out and all that, we had those come in that you have to have you know experts yeah. uh, to do, do stuff that are yeah electrical yeah. you know AC stuff. work yeah. stuff we couldn't do ourselves. For sure. Uh, and so we were able to do it for a much lower cost, uh, and we're able to do it in a sustainable way that blesses the community. And so that's yeah. a win win. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, things like that, that we try to figure out how can we uh, bless the community at the same time uh, in a sustainable way, renew the areas we're using yeah. uh, in a way to which it provides an engaging uh, environment for the next generation. Mm-hmm. You know, that we have like uh, uh, I remember Pastor Tommy, my coach, will we have him had him on one of our episodes, you know, talking about uh, ministry when he came here and did a uh, um, an advisory visit our campus. Mm-hmm. He said, Micah, your kid space is very outdated. Mm. Uh, and, no, and, and no matter what, you know, style of ministry you're doing or multi-ethnic or not, like, you know, that's transcultural, like engaging mm. people's kids. And so yeah. that was a word where it became a mission for us to flip that space. Yeah. Uh, and now we're a couple of years back from doing that. But the same thing there, like all the drop ceilings, we ripped those out ourselves. I came in yeah. and put in volunteer hours. And, uh, and, so, and so going in and putting the, the sweat equity of doing what you can for yourself. Yeah. And, of course, you have to fit within, you know, city regulations and all those sort of things. Uh, but you, there's a lot of things that we can do that help alleviate some of the some of the things that keep us from ever doing projects, you know. And yeah. part of that is, you know, in leading at your church, that you have mm-hmm. to be able to paint a compelling vision 
for your people, for your elders, for your leaders, to where they begin to see the facilities not as the thing itself, but as a tool to do resource, as, yeah. a, as a resource to do ministry. Yeah. Because some churches, they're so about, much about the buildings. You can't have coffee in the auditorium. Yeah. Uh, they've got all this stuff around the campus. It's very antiquated. Yeah. And it's more about like keeping a museum uh, you know, for people to admire rather than having environments that are engaging. Wow. Uh, and so, again, that's a, that's a shift, like you talked about yeah, in a previous yeah. episode, Absolutely. from defining the win based upon those that are not yet there. That's good. Uh, and so if, our, if your area is young and you want to reach young families, well, then it probably needs to feel like an environment that would be like other environments that are engaging the next generation. Yeah. That's why we have pub tables uh, for people to sit at uh, in our auditorium. It's for it to feel more like a coffee shop. Yeah. Because we recognize, you know, the people we're reaching spend a lot of their work time in environments and coffee shops. Yeah. And so sure. we feel like there's no reason why worship can't feel like that. Yeah. Uh, and so so thinking through those dynamics of defining mm-hmm. your context, defining your win, uh, and being able to move in a way that doesn't have to cost millions of dollars, uh, it can be done in a very sustainable way. Yeah. And obviously a safe way, you know, yeah. uh, that you can renew areas to in a way that can be very helpful um, and very, very sustainable. Cool. So That's what I heard is... uh. Throw some paint on it. That's right. Just throw some paint on it. That's right. If it's if it's ugly, just throw paint some it. paint on it. That's right. <laughs> you may not be able to buy a new one, but you can you can still paint it. Hey, just throw some paint on it. That's cool. That's cool. Well, hey man, this is a uh, this is real cool. Uh, we had a guy to come to our church recently and just really compliment you know our team on how well we use the space. Yeah. With it around the original architecture of the building, and so um, hats off to your leadership, man. In in that uh, we were able to pull off something very creative, yeah. you know, with something very, uh, very not creative in some senses. Yeah, sure. You know, um, or, you know, just for our time, right? Like just cause back then I'm sure that this was, there was a lot of elements here that were just super creative, Oh yeah, you know, but having to morph it to now yeah. has been for a the challenge. next generation. Yeah. For the next generation. And I'd say to <clears throat> take advantage of leaning into people on your team. Maybe they're even volunteers, people, at your campus that know like design elements. Yeah. Like I know you've seen projects around here like we did the cafe. Yeah. Like we asked your wife because she's great yeah. with design, designing spaces and has that yes, she great is. creative eye for how things fit together. Darling, if you are watching, you that's are right. that's absolutely a shout out. That's incredible. a shout out to you, Miss Whitney Joseph. In every um, way. That's right. Mm, um, you can be. <laughs> I feel like we just went a different direction <laughs> with that. I'm going to bring us back in. So, uh, and my wife too is yes, like super. Absolutely. Rich. So, as we're like you know, choosing those chairs and stuff, we're ordering off Amazon and table covers and all that. Uh, and making the call, like she made the call, like in that in that great cafe space where we had those original roofs or the original uh, ceiling where we removed all the drop ceiling. You had those great wooden beams that were built in the 50s, and it just yeah. totally changes the feel of the room. Yeah. And so being able to lean into people, if you're not creative and don't know how to design a space, you're like, well, I can't, we can't do it ourselves because we're not, we're, we don't have that muscle of, you know, an engineer, creative, you know, a person who's putting together designing a space. Find somebody who is in your church or, or friend yeah. circle that you could you could that would be willing to help you and volunteer some of that yeah. to where you can design something that fits the next generation. Sure. Uh, and so don't be intimidated by you know the fact. Well, I don't even know what that looks like. You know <laughs> um, that you can find somebody that does, yeah. and that they'll be willing to help you. So for sure. All right, bet. Well, hey, check this out, man. If you have been watching this, you have been enjoying this. I want you to hit the subscribe button that's right hit the notification bell share it with your friends share it with everybody tell your mama your cousin them all of them <laughs> that mega podcast is in full effect all right? right so again thank you so much for tuning in seriously 
We love y'all. This is a resource that we uh, want to make sure we share with y'all over and over again. Um, and so make sure you watch the videos, like the podcast, you share the podcast, and go download the podcast in the name of Jesus. That's all right. right. And make it a, a, mag- a mega-tastic week and day. Amen, amen.